What's going on, ladies and gents? I'm Billy Donnelly, and I'm getting old quickly. Welcome back to another brand new episode of the podcast. For those of you who have been here before, as usual, welcome back. You know the rules, you know the drill, you know the lay of the land, you know what it is that we're here to try to do. But if this is your first time joining us, also welcome. Welcome aboard our journey of self-discovery and self-reflection, of introspection and self-improvement. Basically, we try to put in the emotional work week in and week out to be better today than we were yesterday and to be better tomorrow than we were today. Also to help destigmatize the conversation around our mental health struggles and to encourage you to talk openly and honestly about what's going on in your life within your life. So what's on the agenda this week? Well, I dealt with a lot of anxiety this week. Um, and it was very different than anything I had ever felt before. Um, I had to ask afterwards about what the symptoms of an anxiety attack were to clarify whether or not I actually had had one. Uh, and it happened to me on three separate occasions. And it was an overwhelming amount of worry that just, just wiped out over me. And, uh... And it felt pretty terrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. And so, um, so yeah, so that was a good part of my week <laughs> this 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 time around. Um, it happened on three separate occasions, uh, all relatively within days of one another. Um, I have checked with all my, uh, mental health professionals to see whether or not it was, uh, related at all to, uh, any of my medications or whatnot, but there were, there were probably three, I guess, maybe triggering events. So, you know, one for each that uh that i think provoked them into you know wh whatever the fuck it is that that i went through i don't think that it was a full anxiety attack uh it wasn't a panic attack either um which my understanding is is that they are slightly different but it was something and uh and i never felt anything like this before it was the first time I'd ever felt anything uh, even remotely close to this. I've had plenty of times where, you know, I felt anxious or, or worried or concerned, um, but never to such a, such a heightened level. And it, it felt like, I felt off. The first time it happened, I just felt off. And I remember commenting uh, to it, uh, commenting on it to my wife 
in saying I just I just feel uh, off. I just feel off. And I didn't know what it was. I couldn't figure out what it was. I just felt off. And uh, and we were we were going to uh, to Pride. They had a, a Pride in downtown, and the whole family was going to go out uh, for it. And uh, and I could feel myself early on, like having this sort of heightened sense of anxiety. Um, the closer we got to leaving to go. And it didn't have anything to do with the fact that I'm going to Pride or anything like that, uh, but but I think that there were a couple of there were a couple of things uh, surrounding it. Uh, one, you know, the LGBTQ plus community is being heavily targeted right now and is under attack and 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 unfairly. And unnecessarily, and um, and it just it just seems like there are people who continue to sort of ratchet up confrontations and incidents, as sort of the rhetoric keeps uh, just being pushed to ridiculous levels, and the amount of hate just continues to escalate. And I think I had uh, some degree of of worry about going out uh, into a crowd where things like this have been happening more regularly than they should uh, for the last stretch of time. And, you know, and I have, I'm going out with my wife and I'm going out with my kids. And so, you know, I'm, I'm worried because I want to make sure that they're protected and, and we're not entering into any sort of uh, unsafe environment, right? And it has nothing to do with the festival itself. I mean, I don't know if we call it a festival, right? But the celebration has nothing to do with the celebration itself, right? It's outside forces trying to make shit terrible. And, and, right, and to make people feel afraid. Right, that's the other part of it, to make people feel afraid and worried. Right? There's there's a there's a terrorism aspect to it, whether whether people want to say it or not. It's to make people fearful and frightened and, and terrified and afraid. And so I could feel sort of this this feeling inside, a little bit worried about being out there. And that, that something could happen. Um, but I was able to sort of get through it. And and we still went, right? And and on top of that, right, there's there's always the issue of going into a different environment and you know whether or not I'm gonna feel okay that particular day, right? It's all the GI stuff that, that's it's icing on top, right? And so I, I was able to sort of make my way through that and, and come out on the other side and be okay. But it was, um, I just, I felt like, I felt like fucking supercharged. Like, like, like electricity was just running through my body. Like, like. 
you know, I've tried to I tried to describe this to a couple people who I talked to about this, and that was the the only way I can really describe it is like I just felt like heightened, like it just felt like a like like really on edge. And so, uh, so we went to Pride, right? And we get to where it is, and we park, and we're walking in, and. Uh, and I see this guy with curly hair and a mustache. And he looks almost exactly like this guy I used to work with when I worked at the Alamo, which I've talked about way early on uh, in this podcast. Not in this particular episode, but like just in the existence of this show, period. And... Uh, and that triggered something for me because as I've talked about at length, um, my time there did not end well. I've tried to feel better about it over time, not feel better, but like move on from it over time. But you know, there's still little things of resentment and frustration that, that, that surface every so often when uh, I'm triggered about how things went working there. And so seeing this guy who looked like this guy reminded me of the last time I went to Pride. And the last time that I went to Pride was several years ago, back before the pandemic. And I went there because the Alamo, where I was working, had a booth set up, a tent set up at Pride. And, uh, and I was immediately reminded of that. And in my head, I immediately started worrying about whether or not they would have a presence there that year. Now, most of the people that I had a problem with towards the end of my tenure year, I don't think that they still work there anymore. I think that most of them also got the axe around that time. I don't know for sure, but I think that's the way it is. But that doesn't stop me from having anxiety about whether or not I'm going to run into people I know who still work there and it's either going to be awkward or weird or they're confrontational or anything along those lines. Because things did not end well there at all. It didn't end well with uh, several of the people that were there. And, um, you know, a lot of that just sits unresolved. And it's fine that it's unresolved at this point. But it's, it's still just sort of there, right? And, uh... And so walking around Pride with this now 
front and center in my head, um, I started to see things. And I don't mean like hallucinations, but there were definitely two other instances where I saw people who looked exactly like the people I hope to never really see again from the Alamo. It didn't turn out to be them, but the resemblances were close enough to trigger these negative memories attached to these fucking people that I would like no association with uh, ever again. And so, you know, as that was happening, and I'm, I, I keep encountering people who look like people who I don't want to see, I felt it again. Just fucking supercharged. Like, like my body was just filled with electricity. That's, that's the, probably one of the better ways that I can try to explain it. And, uh, and it eventually just sort of dissipated. I think the further we walked, uh, through it, the more I sort of realized that there was no presence there anymore. Uh, cause that place sucks now and they don't do shit like that anymore. Um, but, uh, but I think as I realized that they weren't there, it just sort of washed over me that like, there's nothing to worry about, but the, just the overwhelming sense of anxiety I felt in those moments was, Not great. Fucking sucked. And then there was a third. A third uh, that came a couple of days later. And it was just, I could tell my wife was uh, not in the best mood. I had just woken up. And so I was like, what's, what's wrong? And she was just like, I'm annoyed. I don't know what she's annoyed at. I literally have been sleeping this entire time. So I ask about what? And she just said, I don't want to start a fight. I don't want to fight with you. And then that was it. Right? But now I don't know what the fuck I did. Or what the fuck happened. So now you go into your mind and you start trying to fill up the blanks. The fuck happened? What did you do? Is it something that you actually did? Is there a misunderstanding, right? Uh, I'm trying to answer 50 million fucking questions that I don't have any answers for because I don't know what the fuck is happening. But I know that she's annoyed with me for something. I don't know what it is, though, and she's not telling me. And so now I start to feel it again. This time I felt it a little more in the pit of my stomach, too. 
which didn't didn't make it feel any better. But once again, I could just feel it. Just fucking supercharged. And I fucking hated every second of it. And I sat down on the edge of the bed and I tried to just do breathing. <laughs> just deep breathing. Slow, steady, calm, deep breathing. To try to just help bring it down. And that was the last time that I felt that. But to feel it three different times over the course of like a week was, uh, I do not recommend it for anyone. And I know that there are people who suffer with things like this or worse on the regular and I empathize with you you have uh, you have all my sympathies because it's not it's I wouldn't wish this on anybody and I got like the shallow end of it So I have to monitor this now and see if it uh, happens any further, any more regularly, any more frequently. And once again, try to be aware of like what's happening around it. Is it triggered by anything? So on and so forth. But I had never felt anything like this before uh, in my life. And... Um, with any luck, I would really like to never feel anything like it again. And I definitely don't want it to be worse. But, you know, these... These things happen to us. And... You know, and I'd like to think that I tried to put in a good amount of work uh, to to have dealt with some of this uh, by now, and I have. And and I think really what I want to use this as an example of is that there are no just fixes that just make everything go away and be and be better. There's no amount of therapy that you go to. There's no uh, amount of medication you're gonna take. Um, no amount of meditations you're gonna do. Whatever that are gonna make these things just cease to exist from here on out. And, and you'll never know when it may show back up and be triggered and be very in your face at the moment. But the only thing that we can do is to keep working on it and just try to minimize the impact that it has on our life.
you know, I'm, I'm, as much as it sucked, uh, and look, I'm not going to say that I'm better for having felt this way, but I guess it just put it front and center for me about these uh, concerns or worries that, that I hadn't really looked at before. I didn't really consider that when I was going out that I might have those concerns that happen at various times. And so while I had these these moments and I fucking hated every second of them, um, you know, I do have to give myself some grace in the fact that sometimes this shit happens. There's nothing that you can really do about it. Uh, except just try to get through it and get to the other side and keep moving forward. And so I had three different things happen and I was able to get to the other side of it. I was able to sort of see it for what it is. And now I'm going to keep on trying to move forward and, and at least just be aware that those are things that can show up in my mind. So it was a lot of anxiety this week and uh, I'd like to give it back <laughs> some, I'd like to return it if I had a receipt. Um, so I don't know. I just wanted to sort of bring that up this week and talk about it. It was a very new experience for me and, um, and I was not a fan. So you know, it just it just speaks to the fact that regardless of all the work that you may put in, um, it's progress, not perfection. These things are going to happen. And so you, you just deal with them as they come up and you try to handle them to the best of your ability. And um, and you get right back to keep doing the work, right? And just keep trying to minimize the impact. So that said, I think I'll just leave it there. And um and hopefully that never happens to me ever fucking again. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's get out of here and close out the show. Uh, follow me on social media. Uh, Twitter at Infamous Kid. I it's Twitter's a dying, dying, dying. Uh, real quick. So, uh, at Infamous Kid, if you want to catch me there while it is still exists. Uh, mostly otherwise, uh, follow me on Instagram at the Mr. Donnelly. That's where I'm the most active. Uh, email address at the show if you want getting old quickly pod at gmail.com make sure you follow and subscribe to wherever it is you listen to the podcast and finally uh, if you find yourself in a dark place in crisis mode you need some help uh, family member needs some help friend needs some help whoever it is uh, the 988 suicide and crisis lifeline exists for those very moments it's 1-800-273-TALK it's 1-800-273-8255 or you can just simply dial 988. Uh, that'll connect you to a crisis counselor. They're available 24-7, and they are there to help. So if you need it, please use it. That's what this resource is there for. That's the 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK or 988. All right, I'm going to get out of here. I'll see you back here next week. Have a Enjoy the holiday weekend. Have a good fourth. And, um, yeah, that's it. All right. I'm Billy Donnelly. I'm getting old quickly. Just remember, getting old doesn't suck. It kind of just happens. Mm -hmm.